Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I did it my way. That's not random, by the way. It's the eve of Frank Sinatra's 100th birthday, and I imagine that Van Hal is saying, according to my philosophy, I will do it my way. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning to you. Sorry if I'm sounding a bit downbeat, but that is the way that I feel. Apparently, unless there is rain, you do not know sunshine, but the clouds are all very heavy overhead. (laughs) My name's Eddie Nestor, and I'm here somewhere in London broadcasting to you and talking about my team, our team, the supposedly best team on earth, the tribe that we belong to, the red tribe of Manchester United. Ben's here with me. How are you, Ben? We're both sick. We were happy and we were healthy a couple of nights ago, uh, but now the lurgy has hit both of us, right? Well, yes, true, but... I think I'm still recovering from my stag weekend at the weekend. Yeah, well, maybe we'll need a joke and a laugh. Uh, talking about uh, tying people to poles and handcuffs, <laughs> we'll have a good, old, we'll have a good old yeah. chat about that. Uh, and also, uh, the man who dreams of football also dreams that one day he might have a stag night. Actually, <laughs> mm. <laughs> Robert Beakin, how are you, mate? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, upbeat here in upbeat Salford. <laughs> no, you're not. No, you're no, not. I'm not. No, I'm just trying. I was trying to start with a semblance of optimism, but no, neither yeah. of those facts are true. It is incredibly difficult. And, you know, I have been hammered on Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram, pictures of. Well, that's your personal life. Well, right? yeah. <laughs> don't, don't, miss, don't listen to them. Stag nights again, yeah. Above it. But, 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 you know, I, I just said to Ben before we started, uh, you know, I feel like a normal supporter. When I say a normal supporter, we were a little cock happy. We were a little, you know, we were Man United flash. We we know an excited football. We know winning trophies, uh, European nights of glory coming back, Fergie. All of that was us. And now we are in a depths of despair. You start for us tonight. Where are you? Have you recovered yet, Ben? We'll score when we want, we'll <laughs> score when we want, we're Man United. It's possible that we just don't want to score. <laughs> Scoring, you know, it's passe, it's kind of, you know, we've been there, done that. 
that's how I'm feeling at the moment. I could, I could go proper morbid. I could go proper depressed. But you know what? I'm feeling, I'm feeling controversial tonight. I feel like I'm going to be a little bit upbeat about them. So, yeah. Yeah, you see, that's normally my role, but I'm, I'm just beat. <laughs> I'm honestly beaten down because, Robert, it's about the goals. It's about, you know, the one thing that I had to hold on to, right, was mm. Man United are not scoring, but they're not conceding. And we, yeah. we ship three. Yeah, they walked through us as well. <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, I think the, the defence we had previously was that, yeah, we might not have much in the final third, but at least we're solid at the back. And, of course, that evaporated when it came to the crunch earlier in the week. But we're talking about yeah, the, the, the great days of attacking football and scoring lots of goals. That Manchester United team actually hasn't existed for some time. Those players literally don't exist anymore. It's a new team and we know all too well. What, what, what we've seen in the last you know, six months, 18 months. Uh, yeah, we, we keep on harking back this year and think we're entitled, this great Cavalier team that can come back from 3-0 down and win 5-3. That team hasn't existed for donkey's years. Well, I mean, you know... He says, just get the mood positive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, look, you know, when you think of any team that would lose, I suppose, t- Gary Neville, Scholes, Vidic... Ferdinand and Evra within two years. There isn't a team in the world who wouldn't suffer, right? Because it's about somebody saying, and please excuse my language here, everybody, please excuse my language. But for fuck's sake, what's happening? We are Manchester United. That's not the way we play. And and, and somebody to give the Chichilian speech, the kind of galvanizing. And whereas apparently 18 months ago, Rooney gave one, he can't actually give it anymore, can he? Well, no, because he's not even on the bench. He can't give it. Schweinsteiger doesn't seem to be able to deliver it. I remember the Barcelona. We were 3-0 down, second leg Old Trafford. Brian freaking Robson. Excuse my French. Brian Robson, he encapsulates what Man United is. He always did, and for me, always will do. Where is Brian Robson? Where is our Brian Robson right now? Where's Roy Keane? You know, Roy Keane carried He's us through. in the television studio. Well, I, I saw him. Yeah, <laughs> well, 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 literally, you know, when we, when we yeah, won yeah. the Champions League, he literally, knowing that he wasn't going to be part of it, he literally lifted us up. Spoken I mean, we, and, and that's the problem in a way, because we, we can talk about mm. strikers up front and all of that. But who's the person to go, that is not the way you play beside me? I tell you, but all, the brutal reality is that I'm speaking, I'm actually sitting here with a signed Brian Robson shirt above my right shoulder, so oh. my bias is, is well established. But it, with those, they don't come around that often. We would, with that, in that position, we had the great Robson, Paul Lintz came in, Roy Keane. They're all players who could do just that, who could you know, drag everyone up and sort of be the real the Captain Marvel, the Royal the Rovers type figure. And we... Yeah, for all Schweinsteiger's you know, technical merits, he you know, he hasn't been able to do that yet. We, I think we were hoping he might be the player who could energise them, but that hasn't, that hasn't been the case yet. They are few and far between. I mean, who does it for other teams now? It's true. Yeah. They are few yeah. and far between. Yeah. When, when we saw... And Gerard did it for Liverpool. Gerard was the Brian Robson of Liverpool, wasn't he, really? And he, he did it for them for many years. Oh, yeah, but, I mean, the old days of the Patrick Vieira, Roy Keane, uh, two mm. soldiers, two generals fronting yeah. up, and you knew uh, not only did they carry their team, but they were the first up against anybody who would do it. Uh, who's the person to do it now? And I don't know whether it's the mentality. I mean, we've seen, uh, you know, a fine young manager get sacked at, at Swansea this week. Mm. And part of that is, you know, those guys are earning £75,000 a week there, which is a lot of money for Swansea. Uh, who tells them? So, look... You 
you know, Van Hal is, uh, you know, a master tactician. He talks about my philosophy and all of that. But when's the last time you saw a Man United player smiling? When's the last time you saw somebody go out there want to enjoy their football? It's something that is a privilege, not just to play for Manchester United, but to kick. What do you do for a living, Dad? I kick a ball. You can't do it as though you're saving the world, as though they're terrorists around. And that's what I see. I'm sorry. There's a fear of risk taking. You can see it in their faces. This ultra defensive tactic, this suffocating the creativity of the team. He puts players behind the balls. He makes them afraid to take a chance because they'll, he'll berate them. And he does. And, and yeah, in transition, and, and yeah, I am using the T word, there, there's what we call the pendulum effect. What you've got to do, and you see it at Sunderland, we've got to, first of all, not lose. Mm. The way we do not lose, you know, Kevin Keegan is the guy who went and played the most excited, fantastic, flamboyant uh, football. We even put five past the Germans, but we won sweet mm. FA. And in mm-hmm. order, so, so, so all that flair has to be with an element of pragmatism, it, right? It absolutely does. And let, let's, you know, because everyone is getting very, very nostalgic, understandably about the Ferguson era, which is undoubtedly wonderful and the best era Manchester United has ever had. But we talk about that the Manchester United fans not long ago were moaning how we'd always underachieved in the European Cup. We won it twice in Ferguson's time. And the argument then was that we're not pragmatic enough, we're not savvy enough. The number of times we'd be eliminated from the Champions League and it'd be, oh, we didn't get the midfield tactics right, we were crowded out in the midfield. So that part, Van Hal has come in almost to that side of things to try and address that. We always got out of the group stage, though, didn't we? Yeah, we did. We did. If we didn't get to the semi-final, we were all a bit peed, weren't we? I mean, now, 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 we, we can't get out of what, Ben, just tell me that I'm wrong here. Our weak, you're wrong. blooming group. No? No, you're right there. Um, it was, when you look at the groups, we were happy when, when we were <laughs> casting that group, that's for sure. I never thought there was any um, chance we wouldn't get through. I know. And it's not necessarily the Wolfsburg game. I saw flair in that Wolfsburg t- um, game that I hadn't seen for a while. It's the PSV game. That was... That's the cost. That was, it was the one. It was turgid. It was dour. Yeah. It was just ugly. If we d- can't score against PSV... We even bought their best player just, you know, if we didn't have the advantage of that and we still couldn't beat them, then what's it all about? There was a defender who was playing incredibly well, who in the very early stages of this, we used to be really cruel and call our left back the fat defender, right? And he was just starting to make his name, £30 million, this young boy uh, that we nicked from Southampton. And, 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 how much did that, Robert, do you think psychologically play a part in what eventually happened? I don't, no, I, I think it was, it was a huge blow for the balance of the team and a huge blow for Shaw. I don't think, I don't think, because it, it, it was quite a new development. You know what I mean? Shaw being a good player for Manchester United wasn't a long term thing, it only started to happen. So I don't think it's particularly, I mean, on a personal level, it may have upset certain players at the time, but I don't think it's unsettled the balance or the morale of the team generally. I don't think they can use that as an excuse. I just think they're simply not good enough. And then we've got, we've spent, what, four, almost 35, 40 million on two other players who are pretty good at left-back. Yeah. Roch yeah. is a great left-back, if not, if, if might, might even be his strongest position. And then Dane mm. Blind, also a left-back. We yeah. quite covered that. Right-back spot, who have we, you know... Borthwick Jackson. Now, uh, well, well, before we, I mean, notwithstanding the fact that we we ship three, 
What have we done? Conceded what nine, ten goals in the Premiership? There, there, there is nobody. Ten. I mean, we have conceded fewer goals than anybody else, haven't we? Uh, I mean, you know, it's us and Tottenham. So, in terms of our defence, that's what that's what surprised me so much. I suppose against Wolfsburg, we have been rock solid at the back. Yeah, well, yeah, and I think we have to accept you. Know, it, it, that sometimes we, we have been rock solid, and there are going to be nights where you are going to get mugged. You know, just about whoever you are. And so it was more the fact we'd put ourselves in that ridiculous position with that pitiful performance against PSV previously that lined us up you know, to, to, on the chopping block. And so, and I think, so we were more nervous and we ended up conceding and all the rest of it. But I was more, I thought, I really thought it was 50-50 whether we'd go through or not when it came to that final game and I knew we were relying well, on you it. Did but the damage... That. You know, the damage was done pre. The damage was done previously. And, and yeah, you know, Ben Higo, Chelsea need a performance. They pull one out the bag. Arsenal need a performance. They pull it. Arsenal they were in a, a much more precarious situation Absolutely. than we ever were. Absolutely, uh, they pulled it out. My, my, my real issue is, and it always has been, how do you respond to adversity? Because no matter who you are, you are going to have difficult situations within a match, within a season. Yeah. And what we saw, and one of the things that will mark Sir Alex out as being a fine manager, and maybe that's an understatement, I apologise if it is, is that we could see decisions that he made through a match that affected the outcome of the game. <coughs> Excuse me, of the game. Yeah. Well, I think you've hit the nail on the head there, Eddie, because the players aren't lacking in um, stature or skill or creativity. It's about the tactics. Um you need to have the kind of players that will pull it, pull it out of the bag for you. You've got, you need the tactics as well. But I think when you're looking at that team, you've got to look at the bench. And how many match winners were on that bench? Because for me, most of those match winners have been sent off to other clubs, either on loan or sold. You know, Chikorito is perfect for him. He's scored 10, 11 goals in the last 10 games mm. over in Germany. He's the kind of guy we could have dragged off the bench there and he would have livened up the game. He would have added something. But our bench consisted of Powell, who's got about less than 60 minutes um, gaming in him so far this season. Ashley Young, Michael Carrick. There's no, you know, Pereira, perhaps. He was the guy to liven it up, but he didn't get off the bench. You need, yes, you need the tactics, absolutely. It's the, there's no excuses anymore. Van Gaal Ferguson would have transformed that team regardless of who was in it to, to have turned up, especially in the second half. Well, to give it a go. I mean, but, my, my thing is that where we had said he is safe, this is a project, they've got to learn his philosophy. <clears throat> I mean, he's definitely being looked at now, isn't he? He is. I have to say quickly, though, when we talk about Ferguson transforming teams, it was obviously correct but that was only that, that he became manager at the end of 1986. His ability to transform teams really started around 1993. We won the championship for the first time. I'm just making a point playing devil's advocate that he had a good old time when he was considered a failure. He was considered a manager who led boring teams, a manager who got too nervous and made the team uptight. We had won and the FA Cup in that time, hadn't we? 1990, we won the FA Cup. He came in in 1986. I'm just making the point that I, I, we we could we could always look with rose tinted glasses at the Ferguson era, but we do have to remember how tough and how uncertain it was for a period of time. I'm no huge you know, devoted fan of Van Hal, but I don't go with the view that suddenly you know he, he that he, he he's the person who has to be on the chopping block immediately because we've had this crappy few weeks. I do think if we, if we're serious about this project, we probably have to suck it up 
and not be sort of like the spoilt brat United fans who are just used to winning well, all the time. Not? We why, might just why, have to go why, through why, this. Why, why not? Because uh, it's unrealistic. Yeah, 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 it's unrealistic. Yanazai, Falcao, uh, Di hmm. Maria. The flair players haven't worked no. under this manager. That's a statement no doubt, of fact. No doubt. There's no, there's no doubt in that. I say, but I'm just making the point that Van Hal has been in position since 2014. It is now coming to the end of 2015. We're three points behind the leaders. Think, I'm not crazy about the way g- we play. I thought right. it's pathetic. Give me the numbers. Okay. The I, I think it's a fair Give me the numbers. I think it's a ben, fair point. Give me the numbers on this. Well, he How spent, much I can spent? safely say, you can safely say this is his team. He spent 350 million. And he's recouped 115. So his net spend is 237 million pounds. That's a luxury that not many managers are afforded. And I think with that luxury comes that heightened sense of expectation. Guaranteed Champions League football is all we're going to get. And that isn't even guaranteed, I don't think. But at the minute, he could argue three points, as you say, off the lead. Where's our next goal coming from, Robert Meakin? Well, that's the big problem. Is, I mean, I've, as I felt at the beginning, when, when sadly Falcao and Di Maria both went... And when we also got rid of Hernandez, Welbeck, Yanazai, you start to think, well, that's a number of sort of goal-scoring attacking players we, we have lost. And I thought so much of Van Hal's fate as his early part of his management has depended on Martial and Memphis being successes. And as we know, they've blown hot and cold. Martial has performed better, but it, again, just you know, fleetingly. Memphis, well, you know, there's lots to prove there. He, they're the two players he's relying on. They're the people we've relied on for the goals. And of course, our fabled England captain, who hasn't been playing particularly well. That's where the goals are supposed to come from. See, see what I haven't understood about Martial is that he starts off as our striker. And we move him out to the left, and, we, yeah, and, 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 and it throws him. Leave him up there. He was scoring. He was. He was. He was nigh on a goal a game when he started, and we were like, mm. "We've got a new hero." But isn't that always the case, though? They they shine brightly early on, as youngsters yeah. do with that initial euphoria, but then it drops. And then it comes back, but there is always that drop, which well, is well, why. Well, it's, it's not helped by the fact that they're moving him around a bit, though. No. True, but he played up front. He's played up front as the as the main striker for the last few games. He's he's moved around a little less. I think it's just as Robert was saying, we're relying too much on a nineteen year old. I think he yeah. needs his chance to shine. He's got incredible talent, incredible potential, but he needs a few old heads around him. A few people that have been there, done that. Twenty five to thirty year olds. Who? 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 Well, who Old who, Trafford? Well, but. yeah, but th- that's the point because y- your point is right. It yeah. is his team. And who comes in? And okay, let, let, let's do it then. I- accuse me of whatever you like. There is an English way. There is a galvanizing way. There is a way that you're expected to play, behave, speak, act, uh, react if you are English. And it isn't always forthcoming uh, when you're coming here for the buck. Let's discuss. So. Perhaps we go for like the true English, born and bred in the in the Premier League. Who's that? Who's, who's the? So okay, let's. Those, go. those sort of players play for Burnley these days, don't they? That era. <laughs> that, I'm not being, but that era has rather gone. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, it's a lovely idea, but it just it does not exist at top flight really Premiership teams well, why anymore. Not, why not? Why not? Why why not have somebody who's going to put heart 
and soul on the line who might have limited ability, but whatever they do, they do very well. Is there a... Well, I, I, is I could there do that. Dis- I could go with, I could do that for 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> just for my calf packed up. Who, who, right. who, who's, who's the English player that you would want then? Who, who would epitomise Keen British, sorry, player. Brilliant. Keen Robson, the governor, Ince. Who's the one then? Is there one? Great. There's the, who's there's the, the English pass. There's the hospital pass, isn't it? <laughs> I'm trying to work it. I'm doing it now. Well, just take, take a look at the England team briefly if you want to have, answer that question. Yeah. You'll see there isn't an answer there. Jordan just look Henderson. at that England team. If we go British, Aaron Ramsey. He, he, no, no. If we go in full British. <coughs> You're right. There isn't anybody. The nearest would be Henderson. John Stones you'd take as a defender. Would you, would you buy him? Are we going to buy him or not? I don't think we'll get him, but I think I think he'd be a very good addition alongside Smalling. Now, but then you start looking at other English players. I tell you, you who. I mean, they're not Ross crying Barkley. out. Ross Barkley. Ross had Barkley. a hell of a season. But we don't. Do we need any more of those types of player? And apparently, Robert has declared that we don't have good relations uh, with. Where is he now? Is he still at Everton? Is he? Where, where is yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. And we don't have good relations with Everton. Apparently not. No, which dates back to the Moyes business. Well, you know, what's well, a sad loss, but Stones is the one we're going to go for because if it, everybody's talking about him, he's got, we're, it's going to cost forty million, and actually, we might be able to do a deal with them. Mm. I imagine. Well, do you know what? Well, everyone has a price. As far as centre halves go, it's English. Yeah, we you need a solid somebody that we thought Phil Jones was going to become that sort of the new John Terry. What's funny is that Link, United were linked with some. 30 million, 40 million pound central defenders in the last few years. City bought most of them. Mangala, mm. Otamendi. Mm. They've done pretty much nothing over there. So it kind of does prove your point a little bit that, you know, by buying British, especially at centre half, perhaps is something, is a reasonable reasonable idea. Who was the boy yeah. who used to be, now help me out here, he used to be a, a Shawcross, isn't it? Should, used to right. be Shawcross, was that yeah. 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 yeah, he, he was the one. Limit, limited ability, but actually put every single thing out there and gets the fans going, it encourages the other players. It's, it's that whole thing, isn't it? Yeah, sure. yeah I, I think also, but we, I mean, our big problem, we've, we've been moaning for weeks and months how boring Manchester United are. I know they got, they walked, Wolfsburg walk through us in the week, but actually we haven't been. We've been pretty solid in that department. Yeah. Us. We know where the real problem has been. It's been the cutting edge of things. It's been the final third the we're flare. really lacking. The and, and I wasn't suggesting we buy Shawcross, by the way, in case we start getting Shawcross any messages. Shawcross centre forward. Yeah, <laughs> no, exactly. <no. laughs> Stick him up there. Yeah, <laughs> Kevin Davis, get him up there. Yeah, okay, so, Duncan, so, Duncan Ferguson out of retirement. Real the, men. The, the, there you go. We, we, we've we've highlighted Norman Whiteside could come Barton. back as well. Yeah, Barton yeah. in midfield. No, come no, on. No, 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 no. Going too far. <laughs> so, so here, here's the thing, right? We, we've now spent 20 minutes highlighting the problem. Uh, can we can we do some solutions oh, before we do solutions? Let's <coughs> excuse me. Let's give a little time to former Manchester United players uh, who gave us a good kicking after that result. In particular, Rio, no, it, Rio, and Paul Scholes and. But, but but that's what you want from former players. I mean, I remember seeing it with Wright talking about England, talking about Arsenal. You want them to get emotional. It's not a, mm. sci- it's not a science project. You can't be dispassionate. That was my team. I have been in that dressing room. I've been on that coach. Yeah. And, and this isn't good enough for well, they've always They've always been vocal. It's just there's so many more places to be vocal these days. Yeah. I think that's just the difference. 
you can't blame the, the you know the old boys. I mean, sometimes you can blame Fergie for sitting a few rows behind, breathing down the neck of Van Gaal, but you can't blame them for for speaking their heart. Were, were they out of order? Did they go too far? Were they looking at this through rose-tinted spectacles, Robert? A little bit. I mean, and also it's very it's very potent presently because these are guys, these old boys in their late thirties and early forties, and we've got this, we're still very fresh in the memory them being top dogs in the United team. So what they say carries a lot of clout. If, you know, Scolzi or Ferdinand says something presently, they're not 70-year-old men who haven't kicked a ball in anger for 40 years. They are, you know, they're still very relevant in the eyes of the, of the players. I think, I mean, a lot, a lot of the criticisms are valid. Roy Keane, fourth right as ever, made, made the comment that probably most of the players aren't good enough to play for Manchester United. Now, the Manchester United he's talking about is a Manchester United that regularly won the Premiership and was competing or winning the, the European Cup. And if you go on that basis, no, most of the players that Manchester United team aren't good enough. But haven't the other presently. teams got better as well, Robert? I mean, we're forgetting that yeah. big, big money has come in and those other teams have stepped up as well, haven't they? Well, I mean, the, the step up of Manchester City, of course, was, has been the huge development in recent years. Before that, of course, it was... Chelsea in a similar fashion under Abramovich. I mean, we had that time for many years. It was between us and Arsenal. Yes. We were the two superpowers. They were magnificent matches you know, to watch. Brilliant. You're combining great physicality with high-end skill. Then Chelsea gate crashed the party. Man City have come in. And yeah, at the moment, of course, we're... Well, I mean... My gut feeling at the minute is if it came, if it came to the crunch, we're, we're, we're slightly weaker than probably our main rivals when it came to... It, it, I, I still think we're, we're teetering around that sort of top four area. But I think the likes of City, even Chelsea, when they get their act together, I'd have to say Arsenal. I fancy them all being slightly better health than we are presently. What about morale? Yeah? Because that's going to be a, a feature. I've heard all sorts of stories about the dressing room being too warm and uh, dissatisfied with the coaching methods... Everybody eating together, having to wear this particular type of clothes, the, the training they're having to do, the amount of meetings they're having. Are these, Ben, do you think the kinds of things you expect to come out of a camp when things are not going well? Well, do you know what? <clears throat> these players get paid a lot of money. They're doing a very privileged job, like my mother would say. They should. Uh, there's, there's certain things that they can complain about. I think the list that we've been that you've gone through there are not things that any professional player should com- complain about, or professional manager. The, the, the training, the, the rooms too, the training rooms too hot. The, um, the you play games on. You want to play games on Friday nights, give you more space for midweek. They're all excuses. Enough of excuses. We don't want to hear them. You just get on with it. Buckle down. Stick your head down. These players should be ashamed of themselves. They should be walking around. They shouldn't leave the house. They shouldn't be seen out. They should be extra training. They should be... Stoned. <laughs> that's one way well, to maybe, do it. Yeah, maybe, that, maybe, maybe that's so part explain of the, the problem. Defense on, yeah. on Tuesday. <laughs> it, it, it does make you think. So, so Robert, come on, work with me on this. Uh, yeah. Uh, let, let's... Because, you know, we haven't talked about West Ham either, and, and okay. that, that was as boring as dire. These yeah. are to, you know, through my childhood, the, they were an imitation of us. In fact, we got a lot mm. of our best players from them, you know. Mm. Uh, Carrick, Ince came then, Ferdinand mm. came from... A lot of yeah. our best players uh, came mm. from West Ham and their academy. What a horrible game. And, it, you know, when you look at that game and then you look at the response against Wolfsburg, that's why we're in the hole at the minute. I don't mean the team. I mean, mm. 
as a supporter. Where, where's the hope? Show me the bright light, the, 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 the chink. Well, uh, well, there's, there's the inevitable reaction that players are saying throughout the manager, tear up the team. These people aren't you know, good enough to wear the Manchester United shirts. Now, you could, we could argue about that all night. But on, the, on the other side, because I'm trying to be more positive about it, I think we have to hope, and this is a hope, that our, our new additions, that Martial becomes very quickly the top draw player he looks like he could be, that maybe Memphis actually starts to show, you know, that he actually is Holland's greatest young player presently. I think that's where our hope lies, that maybe someone like Herrera can get into the side and, you know, and put his stamp on it because I think he's a wonderful footballer and I think we miss his pace and, you know, attacking verve when he's not there. I think we're a bit pedestrian sometimes. That's where I think the hope lies. I know it doesn't sound particularly sexy or exciting. I'm saying I'm just, well, what we've got presently, our hope, I think, is, is based on the, that final third of the field improving and that Martial, Memphis can actually prove that, that they can cut the mustard. I'd also chuck in there that you'd hope that maybe Rooney can actually rediscover something that resembles form because for all the flack he gets, you know, to be the most high-profile player in the team, I think we'd all warmly welcome a Wayne Rooney even 80% as, as good as he's been in the past. You're sprinkling a lot of stardust there, mate. <laughs> well, exactly. That, that's, that's a, there's a few straws I may be holding on to presently, but that is, that's the best I've got. <laughs> Give me some hope, Ben. I'm, I'm looking for the same kind of hope. Have you seen any chinks? I think Robert's not too far from the truth there. Looking at the bright side of things, you know, people talked about Varea coming in and being a terror, you know, being run ragged by Schurler. That's just propaganda. He was the, one of the best players on the pitch. We've got some decent players in the background there. Pereira, I want to see him come through. Lingard's mm. got huge potential. Mm. If we're looking for players, once Phil Jones gets injury-free, touch wood, he could be a, an amazing centre-half with a great partnership with Chris Smalling. I think we do need maybe one or two players. We need another centre-half, and we probably need a proper striker. So we should just go out and spend £40 million on Lukaku and, buy, and £50 million on Stones and you know, get get over the terrible relationship we've got with Everton. We could be a different team. We're not far away. Also, I think there's a manager that's just taken over at Valencia that could Well, we, be haven't, talked, we haven't talked about him, him, him and, his, and his brother. I mean, it, it's a big jump. Mm. It's a big jump. I mean, he's gone over there and they're already... Uh, you know, everybody's written everything about him. You know, all sorts mm. of things about him. Sir Alex saying everything the boy touches turns to gold. It didn't happen for him last night. Uh, no. But, but, you, but you get the feeling. Certainly, if he's half as good as a manager, coach, as he was as an analyst, then there's a pretty good manager in there, right? Uh, I, I only, Obviously, he's one of my favourite players and favourite people as a footballer. I really, really hope that would be the case. Obviously, the same with gigs, but we've been stung before. It so often isn't the case that, that it turns out like that. I'll just say a few names. Brian Robson, my favourite player of all time. Might have been unlucky as a manager, but he's still regarded fairly or unfairly as a as a failed manager. Roy Keane, the same. It's, it's Bobby Charlton many, many moons ago, the same thing. Man, arguably, Manchester United's greatest ever player failed as a manager. We cannot rely on that. We're living in well, never, well, never hold land. On. Yeah, but you we could think do his boy's going to ride yeah. riding on a chariot from 92. You We're going to go back to where Roy we used Keane, to play. Paul the ghost Lynch, of George Best will run do down the Bruce. field. It's all I, just... I get that. But the fact that so many former Manchester United players have turned to management is the mm. plus, surely. Yeah, but could any of them cut it? as Manchester United managers or the people who've turned to management overall. What they, Mark Hughes is a good example. He's, a, he's been a mid-table 
premiership manager really overall, hasn't he? Steve Bruce, you know, again, top player for United, great bloke. Again, would you really give him the reins at Manchester United? No, you wouldn't. So I just think we we get it, it's it's a lovely cavalier romantic idea that Giggs or Neville would be the answer because they're true to the spirit of Manchester United. There's a very good chance they wouldn't be they wouldn't be able to cut it. It's such a difficult job. It really you've got is. to be a complete. You've got to be an absolute nutter to be able to do it in the it first really place. It really is. And can you imagine the day that the crowd turns against Giggs or Neville because they're not cutting it? Can you yeah. imagine that legacy if they didn't make it? It's awful. It's awful to think about. But we've it, seen it. I'd, I'd rather. I'd rather it didn't happen. I mean, Graham no. Souness going to Liverpool, one of their greatest ever players, who'd lifted the European Cup for them. Yeah, we've seen. He it. was hate. He was hated at Anfield. Yeah, I've seen when he it. became manager. Hod- Hoddle at Tottenham. I mean, we've, Hoddle seen, at Tottenham. we've seen it, yeah. haven't we? But Kevin Keegan. For, this is Kevin Keegan argument that the Geordies have. You know, that they, they had him back twice. They're so stupid. And then King you know, Kenny won the double. Well, hold on a minute. How, how, well did, how well did he do? I mean, you know, we're on Newcastle now, by the way. Sadly, yeah, they're, they're in the, just well, above the relegation zone. Right, but saying again, yeah. but he never, he, you know, their idea was that he was going to, I was going to bring him back the title. It didn't happen. I'm just saying it's very, very rare for great players from clubs then to turn into great managers. Guardiola is an exception, obviously, at Barcelona. But, but the vast majority fail. It's as simple as that. Yeah, lots of uh, food for thought there in the podcast tonight. Uh, you know, we haven't been getting as many of your letters as we normally get, and I'm looking forward to them. Redcast, uh, you know, get onto the Facebook. Have your say, because we're fans. Uh, we may have said complete nonsense as far as you're concerned. We may have <laughs> missed... We wouldn't be the first time. We may have missed things. You may have the answer to our problems. Uh, look, get in touch. Uh, have your say, uh, because we're talking about Manchester United here, and it is uh, difficult. We are in troubled times. Uh, but we appreciate all of you listening. Uh, and I, I'm afraid we've got to our bandwidth, gentlemen. Uh, so from me, Eddie Nestor, from you, tell everybody your, your name. <laughs> from me, Ben Paul. Uh, and tell everybody your name. Brian Robson. Right. Okay. <laughs> okay then, Captain Fantastic. We'll be back here next week when hopefully things can only get better. Come on, you Reds. This is a playback media production served to you in association with Why Not Think People. Sports Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.